there is an increasing population of survivors who are still living with the byproduct of their infections after months of surviving COVID-19. For some, this aftermath may consist of lingering lung damage, fatigue, heart palpitation, and brain fog, and while ventilators do save lives, there are likewise potential downsides, such as long-term muscle weakness. On top of these life-altering conditions, there are other profound consequences, including job loss, anxiety, and depression. As Harvard epidemiologist William Hainage states, the pandemic is not just killing a lot of people. It's going to have long-term health consequences going decades into the future. Alas, there are several individuals, the majority of which are people of color, becoming a testament to this claim as they struggle with the long-term health consequences of this disease. According to data from the CDC, Black Americans are almost four times as likely to get hospitalized and nearly three times as likely to die of COVID-19. Because Black and Hispanic individuals in the U.S. are more likely to have essential jobs, live in crowded neighborhoods or multi-generational homes, lack health insurance, and are more likely to have underlying conditions that can make COVID worse, they are by far the most negatively impacted by the disease. For example, according to data from the U.S. Census Bureau in Flint, Michigan, Black people have accounted for 30% of the 665 COVID-19 deaths, yet only make up 20% of the total population. Such disparities are similar across the nation. The exact number of people of color who are suffering from long-term coronavirus symptoms, however, is unknown, as experts claim that doctors are more likely to dismiss their concerns and as a result, are underdiagnosed. However, even if they are diagnosed by doctors, Black patients who suffer from the long-term effects of COVID-19 are more probable to face challenges in getting medical treatment, especially since they are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured. Take 63-year-old Valerie Jackson, for example, who during the 10 days in the hospital with COVID-19 in May, her employer placed her on furlough. After 30 days, when she was too weak to return, they let her go, leaving her without health insurance during her recovery. Now, with the vaccination process, such racial disproportions concerning COVID-19 are still apparent. The CDC reports more than 60% of those vaccinated were white, whereas only 11.5% were Latinx, 6% were Asian, and just over 5% were Black, which is once again another contributing factor, making the vulnerable even more at risk. But before establishing a, strate a strategy for public health, experts say they will need to get a better understanding of the size and shape of the problem. As for now, there's still much research left to do on COVID-19. For KCSB News, I'm Elena Teagle.